Inez and I have the, the gift of being able to, to see things. And when the Lord gives us an unction to come, our hearts are broken. Because a lot of you sit there and expect for the power of God to move over your situation, which is critical. But you don't even love yourself enough to come into his arms. Sometimes I get emotional and sometimes I get too strong, but it's not because I'm pushy. It's because I see his great love for you. And I see the potential about what he has in you, in your jobs, in your communities, in your marriage. I see strong marriages. I see businesses. I see authority. I see us taking this town because we can by his strength. But he's not going to push that upon us. And it's almost like I'll look at you and you won't even make eye contact with anymore because you know that I know. And some of you have even voiced that. You, you said, I'll come towards you and you're like, I know. But now is the time for obedience. You know, as Brother Bill was, was speaking, he says that God can't leave, but we can walk away from him. We can push him out of this habitation that used to be a comfortable place where we were excited that he was here. And now we kind of want him on Sunday from 10 to 12. And then after that, we want to take charge of that thing and not submit that to him. He says, my beloved, it's about submitting every part to him. It's not about pastor. It's not about any of the leadership here. It's not about this building. It's about your relationship with him. And he has invited us to have that relationship with him. He invited us to step into worship. And we willingly chose to sit. My flesh doesn't understand. But I have to declare that it is, it is well. But it hurts so much to say that some have even taken the extent of saying, I just give up. And it's not just you. When you give up, you give up on your spouse. You give up on your children. You give up on your community. You give up on your school. You give up on this nation. You give up on the fact is, can God do it? I challenge you to just dare him. Be everything that he's called you to be. Because he sees a you that is far above anything that you can be and anything that you've done. And he calls you into that blessing. You want supernatural power. You want glory in your life. You want joy that unceases. Step into his arms in every aspect. And that's what he's calling for. I invite you to embrace him. We should have a marquee outside that says, come meet God. Because he's here. Open yourselves up. And whatever that thing is that oppresses you from getting up, 
And it's got to be from the enemy if it keeps you from God. Take that thing off. Release that thing. Speak to that thing. Step out in boldness. Says, I want him. Whatever it costs. Because that's what it is. That's whatever it costs. And that's what it costs. The price that you pay for eternity is your decision today. My heart is that no one walks out because I don't know if you'll ever see me again. I don't know if I'll ever see you. The enemy is out there seeing who he can rob, kill, destroy. When he says destroy, that means to make the appearance that you've never existed. That's how strong this is that's in us this morning. And, and he does it with, with, with love. He loves you. That he gave and sent his son for you. And he says, here's the gift. Come home. The altars are open. I don't want to leave this place where he invites us to come into his presence. And I just get the feeling that he's just dealing with, with you right now. Because you, you said, is it me? And he said, yes, it's you. This is the day. Yes, it's you. So I bless you and I love you. And pastor's coming for the mic. <laughs> I'm coming to add something. Acknowledgement. Yes, all that is great. He loves you and good destiny and, and everything that we're called to do. But that, that person or persons that you've given up, you can't even mentally get yourself to that place. So what do you do? And I heard, I heard the Lord say as he was talking, if you will just acknowledge, there's, there's come to me all you who are weary and heavy laden. You think, well, why? I mean, what's the purpose? I mean, I'm done. I'm giving up. Because he said, come to me all you who are weary and heavy laden and I will give you what? Strength? Power. No, the weary person needs rest first. They need something that they've tapped out of. They need something that they've exhausted. Come on, I look at all of you in here. And there's some of you that I specifically know that you're at the place where you're either giving up, you want to give up, or you've contemplated giving up. Because I know you. I may not know what's specifically going on in your life, but I'm telling you by the Spirit of the Lord, I know things that I don't even want to know. I ignore what I know sometimes because I don't want to know, but I know. I know. I know what you're dealing with. Well, how do you know? The Spirit of the Lord, I don't. The condition of the flock. A shepherd knows the condition of his flock. I may not can touch every one of you, but in my prayer time, I sense. So let me read you my verse. Let me read you my passage we're going to preach on today. Okay? Have you not known? Have you not heard? The everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, neither faints nor is weary. Anybody in here fainting or weary? 
Nobody? Come on, everybody, put your hands up. His understanding is unsearchable. Well, I don't understand this situation. It's okay. He does. He gives power to the weak, and to those who have no might, he increases strength. Now, what's the difference between power and might? Or, I'm sorry, power and strength. What's the difference between power and strength? I looked it up this morning. Strength is Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's the ability to exert a massive amount of force at one time or for a specific purpose, to move an object. But power, hmm, that's Bruce Lee. <laughs> See, everybody's like, I'm serious. Power is, this, the, is strength, but with movement. It's with force. It's with time. He gives you Arnold Schwarzenegger might and Bruce Lee power. He said, even the youths shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. He's saying, even youths, even young people with all their energy and all their going and all their blowing and going and going and going, even young people get weary and faint, and even, even young men shall utterly fall. Even young men that are strong, they fall. But those who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. There's an exchange of your weariness and your lack of strength. Your strength's tapped out. You're tapped out. There's an exchange that you take to Him and He gives you power. They shall mount up with rings as like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Father, in the name of Jesus, anyone and everyone that that word is for, either that are here presently or that will hear this online, years to come, days to come, even minutes to come this afternoon, you know no distance in either time or place because you are the God of time. And so this word that has been spoken is for people is for your sheep and so Lord I just declare right now that their step that they are to take is to just simply acknowledge oh that's me and you've said that I don't know if he's talking about me yes he is because there's something that's happening on the inside of you that you can't explain And he said, if you'll just look to me and say, Lord, that's me, he'll say, I'll take care of it right now. Can we all just stand one more time? Let's just stand one more time. He said, if you'll just acknowledge, Lord, that's me. There's a divine exchange taking place right now. Somebody said, that's me. Lord, that's me. And he said, all right, here we go. And right now, there's a transfer taking place because you've made a decision to wait upon the Lord. You've made a decision to bond yourself together with the Lord and say, I acknowledge that's me. I've given up. I'm tired. I don't even want to do this no more. He said, that's okay. That's okay. 
that's okay because the world will condemn you the religion will condemn you even preachers and godly people will say how can you give up but they haven't walked in your shoes they don't know what you've gone through they don't know where you're at but the Lord says but I do because I've been there and he does not give you judgment condemnation he does not give you fear he does not give you stress he simply says now that you've acknowledged it I'll take it I got this for I'll take it from here Listen to me, child of God. The only thing that you and I have to do is just receive. Lord, we receive it right now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Just receive it right now. To receive that exchange. For your weariness, your fainting, your giving up. He's depositing that new strength, that new power. He's making that transfer, that rest right now in your life, right now in this moment. There is a rest that defies all odds, that defines all expectations, that goes beyond your mind's ability to comprehend, and you just simply know when you're at rest, and he's given that to you right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Can I share something with you? That word wait. What does it mean to wait? I'm going to read you the commentary of what they said, okay? The definition of wait is this. In the Hebrew, to stay or rest in expectation and patience. To stop or remain stationary till the arrival of some person or event. Okay? But I want to read to you what my Bible, the complete word study of Greek and New Testament words. I want you to, I want you to listen to what they said. This is what they said. The root meaning of this word wait is that of twisting or winding a strand of cord or rope. But it is uncertain how that root meaning relates to the idea of hope. Those that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. This rope right here is made up of many different strands. You see all those little strands? He said that those that wait and this is the picture that the Lord gave me. You hook, this, you hook this rope up to Him and you wait on Him. And as you're waiting, you continue, to, you continue to add a strand. And you're waiting. See, this waiting is activity. You're waiting and you're listening. I don't even have time to get into it. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. But don't, don't listen to it the way you've always listened to it. It says faith comes by is not even in the original faith by hearing and hearing by the word listen to me faith by hearing and hearing by the word faith by hearing and hearing by the word faith by hearing and hearing by the word are you getting it yet 
It's not that you've heard it once. It's not that you've heard it once. It's not that you've heard it one time. It's that you've heard it, and you've heard it, and you've heard it, and you've heard it, and you've heard it. Don't nobody listen to music they don't like? Nobody listens to something they don't like? You're not going to come to church and listen to a faith message when you don't believe in faith. You're going to go listen to some religious message. Faith comes by what? Hearing and hearing by the word. 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 Oh, I've heard that. Hearing and hearing by the word. There are messages. There are things that people have spoke over us. There are messages that have spoken to me that I listen to and listen to and listen to and listen to and listen to. Why? Because I understand that if I'm going to change my life, if I'm going to allow that which is in me to change, then I've got to listen to it and listen to it and listen to it. Ah, oh, but pastor, what about James chapter 1? But be ye doers of the word of God. Nobody's going to listen to music they don't like. Nobody listens to music they're gonna, they don't like. I'm going to get back to the chord in just a second. Just hold with me. Nobody listens to something they don't like. Right? Read it in context. Read it in context. Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. But what about, but be ye doers of the word of God, and not hearers only. Are you ready? <clears throat> Blessed is the man who endures temptation, for when he has approved what we receive, the crown of life which the Lord has promised. Let no one say when he is tempted, I am tempted by God. Are you getting the context? For if anyone is a hearer of the word of God and not a doer, who is he like? He is like a man who observes his natural face in a mirror. For he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man he is. Now, I was going to say this generally, but I feel like I need to say it to the women because women usually do it. How many women do you know that look at themselves in the mirror all the time, constantly, and don't change something. I know, I, I, know, I know people who look at the mirror and then walk away and forget what they've saw. Because why? Because they don't look at the mirror. They don't care. Listen to me. They don't care. I don't care what I look like. That's obvious. I don't mean that in a condemning way. I just mean that's obvious. People who take great care and sometimes go overboard what do they do they observe themselves constantly come on I'm getting somewhere they observe themselves constantly how do you wait upon the Lord you observe him constantly and every time you do you add another strand to that rope and every time you do you add another strand to that rope what am I doing I'm waiting on the Lord waiting is not a passive thing it's an active thing but it's an activity in the right place Come on, it's an activity in the right place. I'm waiting on the Lord. And every time I do, I add, every time I listen to that message about power, I'm adding a strand to that rope. 
I've got great power, great power. Greater is he that is in me. I've heard that verse before. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. You need to hear it, but I've heard it. That's not good enough. Listen to me. It's not good enough. Because God said faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. Hearing and hearing by the word. Come on, I'm going to change the way you say the way you look at that verse. It's not our faith comes by hearing, break, and hearing by the word of God. That's exactly right. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. Hearing and hearing by the word. You've got to hear it. You're never going to do something that you haven't heard. There's a temptation to hear something and not do it. That's what he just said. But this person, now you ready? But but he who looks, he who looks, he who looks, that word looks means to intently gaze. It means to stop and to observe for a period of time as to look and to gaze and to observe intently into that thing. See, the first guy, he just... Well, I came to church four weeks. Listen to me. I'm not trying to get on to you about coming to church, but listen to me. When you come together, Paul said, forsake not the assembling of yourselves. Why? Because this is valuable. And if you don't understand the purpose of it, then you'll not place value on it when it comes time for you to get up and come to church because you're tired. If you don't understand the purpose of prayer and intimate encounter with God, then when it comes time for you to get up, and to encounter God, you won't do it because you got so many other things going on. Because you don't, you and I don't understand the purpose of it. Every time you do, you add that cord. Well, what about being a doer of the word? Listen to me. You can't do something you haven't heard. And you're not gonna do something, you're not gonna not do something when you've heard it and heard it and heard it and heard it and heard it. Because the conviction power of the... Listen, I'm telling you, there's people that aren't in church. There are people that are no longer a part of my life. Why? Because I kept telling them. Kept telling them. Could You know what I'm talking about. I kept telling them and kept telling them the Word of God and kept speaking to them and speaking to them. So they kept hearing it until they got tired of hearing it and what they do. That's what he's talking about. Listen to me. Your first step is to just acknowledge, Lord, I've heard. Listen, the word of the Lord has come forth. Have you heard it? Faith is not just come by you. Okay, I heard that. Check. I'm done. No, you got it. You got to look intently. All right, listen. I don't really know if that if he's talking to me. All right, well, let's look at it. Let's examine it. Let's be the man that looks intently at it. Have I given up? Okay, nobody in the room answer that question but you and God. Have I given up? Okay, that, that's, that's extreme. I mean, that's the extreme case. That's why she was crying, because it broke her heart. Somebody in here has given up. Or at the least, somebody who's going to listen to this message or is listening is going to give up. And that message is for them. That's the extreme case. Okay, but I think every one of us can, can say we're, we're, we're weary Listen, as a church, we're in the middle of transition. And at every major transitional crossroad in your life, the, the enemy will bring a spirit of fear because he's trying to distract you from the promised land in your life. He wants you to sit 
down and not stand up. I think every one of us can say that we've been weary or are weary. So when we come together like this this morning and we join ourselves together, you're going to leave this place different than when you came. Now, you may not ever come back, (laughs) but you're going to leave differently. Why? Because you have looked, you have heard, and you've got to do something with that. The first man observed, noticed, and considered. But the second man stopped, stooped down. The literal translation means to stoop down near or by something, bend forward or near in order to look at something more closely. And he that, that looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it, listen to me, to stay or remain. To stay or remain what? To continue in it is what? Is what? To do it. How do you continue in it? You hear the word, you see that word, and you stop. And you look at that word and you say, okay, have I given up? Am I fainting? Okay, hang on. Let me look at it again. Continually, I'm looking at it again. Am I giving up? I'm fainting. But those that wait upon the Lord. All right. That's me. All right. So, Lord, I'm waiting. Those that you said that when I wait upon you, I would renew my strength. So, here, here, here I go. Here I go. I'm waiting on the Lord. And every time you do, you reach over there and you add another strand and you weave it. And the whole time, the whole time you're weaving this thing. I'm waiting on the Lord. Blessed is the man who endures temptation. Count it all joy. (laughs) So two people laughed. Count it all joy when things are great. Why? We've been getting on, pause. We've been getting on to our girls because their sisters and the big sisters and they will fuss and argue at times at times at times they'll fuss and argue and they'll get mad and they'll say leave me alone and the other one will go leave me alone and you know what that does it just I mean it's like throwing it's like sick them to a bulldog it's like fire it's like gas to a fire I mean it just when you count it all joy <laughs> all you're doing is taunting the devil. Because if he can't take your joy, he can't take your peace. And if he can't take your peace, he can't take your faith. And if he can't take your faith, he can't do nothing with you. And when he realizes that, he moves on to somebody else. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Some of it just need to, just in your tears, just need to laugh. Count it all joy. <laughs> Count it all joy. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty, the law of liberty, the law of liberty, the law of liberty, the law of liberty, not the law of doing. Well, you got to do something. The only thing you have to do, child of God, is listen. Because the power to do is in the listen. The power to do is in the wait. Count 
Can you, can, you, can you live your life by something other than your faith? Yeah, you can. But not if you listening. Not if you listening. Not if you, because the more you listen and the more you intently gaze at that word of God and the more that you are continual here, what does he say you'll do? The continual here. If you continue and he is not a forgetful here. Why is he not forgetful? Because he's walking around with it in his back pocket. Those that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. So you're going to work, and you're working, and you get tired. And you say, those that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Why are you not a forgetful here? Because you've made a decision not to forget. Well, I forgot. That's not an excuse. This one will what? This one will be blessed in whatever he does. Because you're working? Because you're doing something? Because you're a doer of the Word of God? Yes. What is a doer of the Word of God? The one who listens to it and listens to it and listens to it and gives it priority and place in their life and you bind yourself and you're waiting on the Lord and when that moment comes, now that strand is strong and you can lasso that thing in your life and snatch it down. You can lasso that person in your life that you've been wanting and you can reel them in. Why? Because the waiting has paid off. Preparation time is never wasted time and I'm telling you what we're going through right now as a church is preparation time it is preparation time we're waiting where there's such a waitingness about what we're doing and there's an there's there's a deception well we got to go do something do this do this because then when you come up to that person, listen, you can't listen to healing and healing and healing and healing. I can't, I've been listening. The Lord's had me on a journey for three years about finances, about finances, about prosperity, about finances, finances, finances. Jesus talked more about money than he did anything else. Finances, finances, finances. And I received a financial blessing the other day from a man who pulled out his wallet. And listen, I'm just saying it was a pilaf roll. You know what a pilaf roll is? And he blessed and gave. And I left that place with a godly indignation. I was godly. I was jealous. I said, Lord, I want to do that. And the Lord said, okay. So I'm in Dollar General. Listen, you can't. Well, you got you to you be a doer of the word of God, brother. I'm telling you how to be a doer. So I'm listening, and I'm listening, and I'm listening, and I'm listening. And now comes the opportunity. So I had to, I had to use some money, and I got me a little pilaf roll back. It wasn't as big as that pilaf roll that the man had blessed me, but it was a pilaf roll. And I put it in my pocket, and the Lord said, Now, the little fella that rang you up, why don't you peel him off some? And I said, all right, let me, go put my, let me go put my stuff. So I put my stuff in the truck. Now, I've done this before. Don't get me wrong. We're givers. I give. But this was different because the Lord was like, look, I'm fixing to show you. I've been teaching you. Now watch this. And so I did that. And I walked up to the guy and I said, look, I just feel like I'm supposed to give this to you. And he was like, he didn't know what to say. I didn't preach to him. I didn't do it. I just said, listen, I just feel like I'm supposed to give this to you. God loves you. Amen. Peace. My point is this. 
A doer of the word of God is one who looks intently into the word of God until at that moment where you're intently looking and looking and looking and looking and you're binding and you're waiting and you're waiting and when the call of action comes, guess what? You're going to do it. Because the power of God is what enables you. It's the word of God that enables you to do it. Not you. Not your strength. He told the Galatians, and then I'm going to close. He told the Galatians this. He said, O foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you that you should not obey the truth before whose Jesus Christ was clearly portrayed among you and crucified? This only I want you to learn from you. I want you, I want to learn from you. This only. Did you receive the Holy Spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? You didn't do nothing to get saved. All you did was hear and what'd you do? Respond. That's your doing. You responded. When you and I, listen to me, when you and I are looking at this and we're gazing at this and we're studying this, There's absolutely no way that it's not going to produce something in our life. The only way that you will not be a doer of the Word of God, listen to me, and then when we go, I'm going to give it over to Grace and let her give you some announcements and we're going to go eat. The only way that, the word, that you are not going to be a doer of the Word of God is if you look at that mirror and then you walk away. And you forget. Why? Because you're not looking intently, continually, continually, continually. You stay away from the things that provoke you to action. But he's saying to you, he's saying to us this morning, if you will look intently, if you will be a hearer, a hearer, a hearer, a hearer, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. Hearing and hearing by the word. Hearing and hearing by the word. Listen to me. If you understand that, then you will never despise. And this is what I heard the Lord say this morning. Stop looking at this gathering as common. Stop despising coming together. Because when we come together, it produces a purpose. What is that purpose? This is waiting on the Lord. Because I'm giving you something. The Holy Spirit is giving us something that is going to provoke a power in us that will change the atmosphere and the environment around us. He's given you something. He's given you something. Do not despise this because it may not look like much right now. But you wait, and 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 then you, now you've got this strong, Bruce Lee, Schwarzenegger-type rope. I guess, for me, I've always been the person That for years I've always ridden around and listened to preaching. I just have. Not because I wanted to be, but because I knew that was where my strength. And I just listened and listened and listened. If I've listened to Brother Hagin one time, I've listened to him 560 million times. 
If I've listened to all these other men that I've started listening to, and I listen, and I listen, and I listen, you can ask my wife, you can ask my children. I very rarely, if ever, listen to music. I'm not saying you can't listen to music. I'm saying listen to something that will strengthen you. Well, you're just a hearer only. You got to be a hearer before you can be a doer. I don't believe there's a such thing as a hearer, a hearer, a hearer, and not a doer. There's a hearer and then not a, not a doer because you heard it once and then you left. And you don't ever look at it again. But you listen and you listen and you listen and you hear and you hear and you hear. You're not going to not do something because that power is being deposited. Listen to me. Don't despise what the Lord is doing in our midst. Don't treat it as common, but embrace it. Father, in the name of Jesus, for those who have given up, for those who are weary, for those who have fainted, we declare right now in the name of Jesus that we wait upon you. And as we wait and as we meditate and as we look closely and as we look intently into the perfect law of liberty, the law of liberty, the law of liberty, that which whom the Son sets free is free indeed. That you, even while we were dead in our trespasses, you gave your life for us. That the only action that we need to take is a response. Faith is a response to God's goodness. We respond to your goodness this morning. And as we are, we're strengthened. We feel, we sense the strength coming back in our bones. We sense it right now in the name of Jesus. Some of you in here have been weary, but you sense your body is physically reacting to the divine transfer that is taking place right now. You feel like you could run a mile. I do. Now I may get in the truck and go get me some dinner and that may leave. In the name of Jesus. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. Hearing and hearing by the word. Hearing and hearing by the word. If you will change your habits of hearing, you will change the manifestation of the power of God in your life. If you will do this, and understand this. I'm giving you a key. If you will understand that hearing is the principle. And all you're getting, get understanding. If you will listen and say, Lord, just like Solomon, give me a heart. Say that with me. Father, give me a heart of understanding. Give me an ear to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to me. And then you hear it and you listen to it. Bless God, you find a message or a verse that's good. Don't turn loose of it. Hold on to it. You hold on to it till another one comes along. And then you hold on to both of them. And then you hold on to another one. And you hold, that's how you grow. That's how you strengthen. That's how you get stronger. Amen. All right, well, I have something I am holding on to and I'm letting go to all of you. Um, first of all, I just want you to say, we are the body. We are the body. 
we are connected, more connected than speech of the mouth, more connected than, you know, just looking at each other. Your spirit connects with the person all the way over there, and they don't even know it. And when you get those names, and when you get those thoughts to just pray about, it's not coincidence. Those people need the prayer. More connected than any other thing, more connected than cell phones. And so, all to say, I was writing this before a pastor even opened his mouth to speak. And it just, it's so connected. And it gives you a little excitement that makes me cold and shiver. And I was just, I couldn't sit down the whole service. I was just standing. I'm sorry if I was in your way. (laughs) But um, it starts with time. You know, time. We're living in a go-go world. We got to go get it. We got to go fast. People are asking me, are you ready to go to Africa? I'm like, yeah, I'm running. I'm running. I'm running. I'm ready. And then the Lord gave it to me. He said, I have a daddy's heart for you. And we're those children. We're tugging. We're tugging. We're saying, we're ready to go. We're ready to go. And he says, wait. He says, wait. And we're like, go, let's go, let's go. I'm not sitting down. I'm not being a bum about it. I'm saying, I want to go. Send me out. He says, wait. And in that waiting, he's preparing. He's preparing the journey. He's packing up all the stuff, even the things that we don't see or understand. He's got to pay those bills before he goes. You know, he's got to do the things that unseen. And so we're ready to go, go, go. And we're so ready to go, we forget to rest. And Jesus was never in a hurry. And so as I'm ready to go, go, go to Africa, it's got to take some rest. Rest in the spirit. Because the world's ready to go. They're ready to go, 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 whatever they want to go. They want to do this and do that. And they don't stop to think and rest and say, is this what I'm supposed to do? I don't know because I didn't take the time to rest. I didn't take the time to think about it. I just did it. And it takes meditation and it takes time. And there's always time. There's always time to say I love you. There's always time to spend time, you know, with the Father. Because he makes the time. And we got to make use of that. And we got to rest in that. We got to meditate on that. So, I'm doing that for Africa. And I just wanted to make a few reminders. Um, we are selling the raffle tickets. And you can get uh, a tablet, $50 Walmart card, and a $25 Longhorn card for the raffle. There are 10 tickets. Um, If you're not interested in buying one or if you already have, just please come to me. I'm in the foyer after church, and I'll give them to you to give out to your friends, to your family, to your coworkers. It's just $10, and, you know, we're sending this out. We're ready to go. And I also wanted to talk about Camp Disciple a little bit. Cornell wants to talk to the parents uh, this Wednesday at 6.15 in the afternoon. 
and um, just give you a little more information, just a snippet. We're going to go canoeing on the Swanee River, nine miles. Um, team building, ministry, outreach in Valdosta. It'll be really fun, a really uh, ascending out of the youth. And um, $130 covers it all. Praise God. Not much, but um, it's due this Wednesday along with the meeting. And um, he'll talk to you more about it that afternoon. And also any youth. Uh, we're also going bowling. So bring like maybe $10, $15 with you. Um, just celebrating the seniors. We have a, a few that graduated. So we're excited about that. So I just want y'all to go be blessed and um, rested and go. So if you would, bow your head. Thank you, Father, for allowing us to rest in you and you coming and resting in us and the temple that we made for you. Father, allow our hearts to be quickened but not in a rush because we're on your time. So allow us to rest in you every day, every minute, through the trials and tribulations, through work, through the speedy Gonzales on the road, Father. Just keep us constant. Keep you constant on our mind of who you are and who we are in you. That we are yours and that you are there. You're there when we're just sitting there. You're there when we're on the road to work. You're there when we're visiting with friends and family. You're always there. And allow you to always be in our mind, always in our hearts. And Father, just send us out, not tomorrow, not next month. We all have our mission filled. Father, so send us out and allow our ears to hear and our eyes to see and our heart to understand. And we love you and we thank you. And I just bless everyone in here, all the families that you're with every day. And thank you for that. Amen. We, uh, we did things a little differently this morning, not planned like we normally do. So don't forget, you know, to honor the Lord with your giving. So we're going to have Mr. Don. He's going to bring the chest up here, and you can put your tithes and offerings in here, or you can put it in there. And um, When I was sitting over there, God was dealing with me about what Pastor Lawrence was talking about, about power and strength, and he just gave me a perspective. Um, so what happens when, you know, we're in a storm and our power goes out? What happens to our lights? They go out. And we are the light of the world. And if we allow our power to be dimmed by Satan deceiving us, it's all, it's all about what we allow Satan to do. It's not just Satan. You know, our flesh is his ally. 
It's all about what we allow him to do. We have the power to allow what Satan does to us. So if, if you know, when you're in a situation, you're just like, Satan, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. You know, the things that we get caught up in, it's all because we allow it. We allow it. We have that power. And God has given us that power. We are the vessel. And by the Holy Spirit, God moves through us with that power. So don't let your power go out. Don't let your lights be dim. Because you go out into the world and people people realize that in you. And I want to share this. Um, my cousin, some of y'all met her, uh, Tina Daniels. She was at a women's meeting thing with her church that she's affiliated with. And um, she, her spirit got hurt in a way. And she was full of anger and stuff like that. But not fleshly anger, but spiritual um, anger, righteous anger. And when she, she was at a restaurant. And when she was passing people, it was a buffet. When she was passing people, people were looking down and she was like, she could tell that they were burdened and people were just looking down. And when she would pass them, they would look up and they would just smile at her and then they would just keep walking, every person that walked by her. And if there was even one more, one lady um, where she had already passed her and then she turned around and the lady was like, hey. And she turned around like she thought, you know, she knew her. She was like, hey. And she was like, how are you doing? And she was like, I'm good. How are you? She was like, I'm good. And then she turns around and she just keeps walking. God, like people, it doesn't matter who they are, where they are in their life. They will see God in you. They will see it in you because your light will shine. You don't have to say a word. And she said that the Lord spoke to her and said, by my spirit, you don't have to say a word. People will see that in you. They'll recognize that in you. And all it takes is your obedience and you will receive that. And if you ever caught up in a situation where you're like, Jesus, I don't know how to approach this person. I, I just don't know. Just be who you are and who God has called you to be. Because people will see that. And when they see that, they'll want to cling to you. And it, so it doesn't take hard work for you. It doesn't take all of that. It just takes the littlest bit. And that's all I wanted to say. Amen. Well, it's been good this morning. Different but good. Amen. Why don't you stand with me one more time? Father, in the name of Jesus, we honor you. And as we leave this place, we're not leaving your presence. We're not leaving your word. We're not leaving a function. We are simply leaving and departing and going with something to exchange into the world. So we honor you. And as we leave, we give our tithes. We give our offerings. Lord, we thank you for what you've blessed us with. We thank you that you're the one that can take the loaves and the fishes and multiply it. You can take the 90% and do more with it than we could ever do with the 100. You are the God of our provision. You are the God of our prosperity. You are the God. You said that you bless the beloved. I bless that you would prosper in all things even as your soul prospers. And so, Lord, I thank you for that. And so we leave. And we honor you by giving into the kingdom back what you've given us. We thank you for it. 
In the name of Jesus, let us be sensitive to being a blessing today, tomorrow, this week. Do not despise the small beginnings. He that is faithful over little will be made rulers over much. Lord, we thank you for that. In the name of Jesus, and everybody said, before we say amen, anybody, you feel like that's a word, remember, acknowledge. If you feel that's you, Langston and Inez will be up here to pray. The altar is open. We're not rushing you out. We're just dismissing. Amen? Amen.